In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about being BFFs with a ghost, eating popcorn while watching hauntings, and cheese in our discussion of Nothing But Blackened Teeth by Cassandra Kaw. Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire, and today we're going to discuss Nothing But Blackened Teeth by Cassandra Cole. Standard disclaimer, if you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read or listen to the book, then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just like the show so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. Yay! Teeth! Happy New Year, Amanda! Happy New Year, Claire! First one of 2022. OMG. What a great place to start. A scary fucking book about Japanese ghosts. I feel like we're setting a tone. <laughs> this is what we're starting with. And it's not going to get any better. <laughs> You've got to set the bar somewhere, so we're setting it at horror. Yes. Let's turn the dial to spooky. My bar is always at horror. This is my life. Oh, we're fine. We're fine then. <laughs> yes. If it's not horror, it's vampires. And if it's not both of them together, it's wrong. <laughs> no, then it's excessively British because it's usually something to do with steampunk. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited that it's a new year and we have new themes that are up <gasps> on all of our social media. Yes, I am very excited. We have some really good ones this year. I mean, they're all good, but each one, oh yeah. 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 I know when we discussed it, we were like, we could read this kind of book or this kind of book and, you know, just spitballing it's part of the fun of the designing of the themes for us. So yes, I'm very excited. Yes. I love all of our themes. They're so great. This one's really good as well. I mean, it's simple yet effective because it's just, you know... Get rid of a book out your TBR pile by reading it. Yeah, everybody's got a million books in their TBR, so this is an easy month to get started. Exactly, and if it's anything, if your TBR pile's anything like mine, it's just vastly increased because of the the, the you know the last couple of weeks yeah. due to the gift exchanges. Yes, yes, so many new holiday books. I'm very excited. And now the sales are happening in the bookstores as well. It's like, oh, no, darn, no. Oh, no. Don't oh, no. Off. oh, I have to go buy more books. Oh, no. Oh, you want me to do all these pre orders? Oh, no. Darn. Shucks. I have so many books pre ordered. I don't even know how many. And I'm just going to start getting them randomly. And I'm very excited. That's what I did last year. I pre ordered. A good chunk of books for 2021 and then every now and again a new book would come it was like a present to myself yeah. Yay. Like, thanks past claire yeah and so the same thing should happen this year i'm very i'm very very excited about but i did realize the other day i pre-ordered one book three times that's what i did with um <laughs> with all these bodies i think by kendara blake <laughs> i'm pretty sure i bought it twice and i also got the arc 
I just, I had a thousand of them. Like, that that's an accident. I don't need all of those. <laughs> no. I think I've done it with PC Cast before, too. I don't. Yeah. I don't need all these books. And I'm kind <laughs> it's of. nice to have them. I'm kind of afraid that I might have bought Omen's Bite at an independent bookstore that PCCast really likes and also on Amazon, but I can't find any record of it, but I swear to God I bought it in indie and also on Amazon. <laughs> so if I end up getting 30 of them, <laughs> I don't know. These things happen. The, the the one consolation is that you're supporting favorite authors. Now that, that's yep. fine. Yep. Just keep buying them over and over and over again. I'm going to have to buy, you know, two or three of Jackson Ford's newest. Shitload yes, of, I have that on pre-order. Shitload of Crazy Powers. I'm going to have yes. a thousand of those. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. RT- Tackle RTBR should be every month's theme. Well, to be fair... <laughs> I think I did do an initial draft of the uh, the 2020 themes, and it was all just TBR, and then the theme of baking, TBR adaptation, TBR excessively British, yep. because might as well delve into that massive, massive wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, anyway. we are tackling our TBR this week with nothing but blackened teeth. What background information were you able to dig up? I learned on TourNightFire.com in an article called The Heartbeat of Horror Interviewing Cassandra Kaw. I learned, I learned an interesting bit of information about Cassandra. They're asked, what people or stories led to you discovering your voice and horror style? And Cassandra responds, so when I was a lot younger, like... Under the age of 10. My parents used to insist that I watch horror movies with them. The Blob, (laughs) John Carpenter's The Thing, Critters, all that old school goodness. They wouldn't let me close my eyes through any of it. Are they part of the Mary Shelley Club? They might be. (laughs) And they still have nightmares about certain scenes from from Freddy Krueger. It's wonderful. I feel sorry for Cassandra Kaw and their nightmares about Freddy Krueger. Because Freddy Krueger would be the most terrifying thing to have nightmares about. Well, yeah. I mean, because he's, you know, he is nightmares. He murders you in your sleep. So it's just, it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have Freddy nightmares. It's nightmare inception. So. I remember watching Child's Play too young and that creeped me out a bit but i've never been a fan of dolls Mm. like i've never had dolls never liked them so but yeah oh poor poor cassandra cole yes but at least you can use all that nightmare fuel and channel it into creating other nightmare fuel for other people yes and that is precisely (laughs) why i enjoy horror and this novella it's a short one. It's a short one this time. It is. But a lot in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one since I found out it was a thing. Because of my weird yeah. obsession with teeth that is, like, coming true. 
I know every time there's a book that has the word teeth in the title or involved in the front cover or in some way in the summary, it's like, Amanda, it's not a perfect book for you. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know what happened. I don't know how it became a thing, but it is a thing now. It's a self-fulfilling Did, was prophecy. Was it before? Yeah, I'm, I, can't, I kind of always related back to Kat Ellis's teeth tree in Harrow Lake. Yeah, but... But I've got a feeling it went on before yeah, then. Teeth in the Mist was out before yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, Daughter of Smoke and Bone, they sell teeth. Oh, God, yes. You know, so I don't know. It's just, it's all teeth. All teeth all, all the time. All teeth all the time. But these are blackened, so they this, are. The, the, you know, you, at least you've been very, you, you know, it's a variation. Yeah, I've got a different style of teeth this time. I also think it has something to do with your, like, you know, preference of cosplay style. You like the horror. I do. And you get very excited when you can put gore in your mouth and spit I it out and totally make your teeth all icky. I do like that. And I like making teeth to put in my mouth to have scary teeth. Yeah. Remember the King of Crows? I had scary yes. teeth for that. I will always treasure the images of the anglerfish yes. dressed up as Halloween with those big teeth. I think that's actually probably one of the first recollections of talking about teeth with you. I've got. I think that it might be. And I made those angler teeth before you joined the podcast. So it's it's even before you, my weird teeth thing. feel like i need to send you a bill for this therapy i know you might need to or just send me some weird teeth if anyone wants to send me weird teeth i feel like for the whole of 2022 i'm just going to keep a lookout for weird teeth and just put them all into a box and then by the end of next year you'll have a package and all it'll say on its contents is teeth box of teeth box of teeth all right I'm going on eBay. I'm sterilizing everything, but I'm going okay. on eBay. Well, you know, I mean, it could be like costume teeth as well. It doesn't have to be like oh, yeah. real life teeth. Maybe it shouldn't rob- be Should real life rob teeth. Should I go rob a museum? Yes. Please burgle teeth from somewhere for me. What is happening? We haven't even started talking about this yet, and we're already off I on weird I don't know, tangents. but I will say for legal reasons, this will not happen. This is all, you know scenarios this is not intent (laughs) i'm not going to burgle teeth from a museum no and you know i said if anyone wants to send me teeth like if you want to send me teeth that's fine but don't send me real teeth you can you can send me costume teeth i will gladly (laughs) accept them and wear them whilst recording yes and then i can listen to the lisp as you get used to it yes hey i'm much better with my fangs now i barely lisp at all with those I did last time you had your fangs in. I did not catch the lisp with the when, we, when you were being Krampus. Look, I just want to wear them all the time. Get your teeth filed. But my teeth are snaggles, so I don't know. Mm. I knew somebody mm. who had the tongue snipped. Ew. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to permanently fang my teeth, but. It's nice to use the fake ones and have it that is, variation. It is. It is. And they match my my regular teeth pretty well, so it's good. Yeah. Anyway, shall we get yikes. off this tangent? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm leaving it all in too. I'm not editing it out. That's one of my goals <laughs> for this year is to not edit our podcast so much. 
Just let it fly. Let all our weird shit that comes out of our mouths stay. Just let it go. Just let it go. This is both a threat and a promise to me. <laughs> More threat than anything else. Yes. That's my resolution. Do you have a, do you have a New Year's resolution? Podcast related New Year's resolution? No. I just made that up on the fly. Sorry. I don't do resolutions because I think resolutions get broken. So it's I, I prefer just to make attempts. Okay. I think my current one is make an attempt to get the summaries written quicker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice one. I'm working on one of our next episodes already, and it is going to take me a long effing time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working on one. I've actually read the book completely. Yeah. In one sitting, and now I'm going through the summary, and I'm probably close to halfway through. Yeah, that's exciting. That's next week's book. So, we're not there yet. That's next week. We're we're we on this not. one. We're currently on this one. No, there's there's no teeth in that one. That's a shame. There's lots of teeth in the one that I'm talking about. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is shocked. Okay. Let's get on with nothing but blackened teeth. Cat's insanely rich trust fund playboy friend Philip has arranged for permits to a Hyan mansion. It's a destination wedding for their mutual friends, Faiz and Talia, as it's always been Talia's dream to get married in a haunted house. I mean, that's everyone's dream. It should be everyone's of course. dream. Of course. I got married in a haunted place. Back. We'll come I back like to, to that think later. Of Definitely. As they explore the enormous mansion, Philip warns Cat not to look for ghosts. But Cat can't help but be a little creeped out by the place. The walls are pristine with immaculate murals covering them, yet the spaces were filled with ruins of pottery, the corpses of books, and dolls with mouths lacquered black. Yes, please! Ew. <laughs> Creepy dolls. This sounds like a fun house. Faiz and Talia are constantly making googly eyes at each other, which is <gasps> nauseating. Yeah. Faiz is Kat's best friend. They had a thing years ago for a few weeks, but literally, literally nothing happened. They didn't even kiss. But Talia is constantly suspicious of Cat, which causes so much tension. It's a Don't you just want to punch Talia in the mouth? Constantly. Yeah, me too. Constantly. And this is kind of like heightened as well because the entire mansion, it's just got this horribly unsettling nature. The group talks about a myth where, in one of the high-end mansions, a bride was buried alive in the walls because she wanted to wait for her groom's ghost after he failed to show up for their wedding. Every year after, a new girl is buried alive in the mansion walls, feeding the house and the bride. But that's not this high-end mansion, right? 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 (laughs) You decide. (laughs) <laughs> so standing in a room by herself Kat imagines the walls are now made of calcium from the bones of each girl over a thousand years of sacrifice what is under their feet then? Bones 
Bones. It's all bones. All bones. Bones and bones teeth. And teeth. All bones and teeth all the time. <laughs> Lynn, the last of their party, arrives with a feast, including a particularly huge and varied amount of cheese. This is Claire's cheese. favorite part. I can just go ahead and tell really everyone is. that the arrival of the cheese Claire's favorite thing. Really <laughs> Lynn isn't bothered by Philip, Faiz, or Talia. He just came to see his old friend Kat. Before they sit down to their feast, cheese feast, Talia says she and Faiz have a surprise for them as a thank you for arranging the holiday and wedding in Japan. Faiz comes running in with packages for everyone. The gifts are jade statues of a woman with her head bound, her legs fading into a column, like she's being buried alive. Considering that they were supposed to elope, and this was a last-minute surprise, their gifts are a little portentous. <laughs> Evil portents of a terrible future yet to come. Talia suggests after dinner they play a gathering of 100 ghost stories, an ancient samurai game to see who is the bravest. The idea is that they take turns telling spooky stories, and after every story, they snuff out a candle. The loser is the first one to flinch. (laughs) I think this game sounds I know, I really want to play it. (laughs) In a side room, away from the happy couple, Lynn accuses Philip of sleeping with Talia, saying that the coincidental statues for their destination are glaring red flags. (laughs) They really are. It's like neon. Philip and Talia used to, inverted commas, have a thing, but don't anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, we believe uh-huh. you. Yeah. We don't. No. We don't uh-uh, not even a little bit. Not, not even a little bit. Why would you buy someone that you're not marrying in a, an extravagant destination wedding? With first class travel as right. well. Right. If you're not in love with them and also still screwing them on the side. Exactly. Why would you do it? You wouldn't. Exactly. So Philip loses it and attacks Lynn, telling Kat that Lynn always rubs him the wrong way. When Philip goes after Lynn to apologise, Kat hears a female voice that makes her want to run. She imagines a warm, damp breath by her ear. Pulling herself from it, Kat fights panic, but in a full-length mirror in the room, she sees a girl standing behind her, resting her chin on Kat's shoulder, her arms around Kat's waist, fingers digging in, her mouth filled with ink, her teeth black, the smell of vinegar on her breath. Eep. Eep. <laughs> First appearance of creepy fucking ghost. I would turtle at this point. Like, literally, my shoulders would go up, my head would go down, I'd be like, me. And I'd be like, hey. Hey, what's up? Can I borrow your teeth? <laughs> hey, bitch, want to be BFFs? Yeah. <laughs> At the sound of Talia calling her name, Kat jolts back to reality and the figure disappears. After some bitchy comments and wishes that the house eats each other, they separate. <laughs> Friends, they are not. <laughs> not at all. Not a one of them terrible later after much 
cheese eating and drinking, they start their game of a gathering of 100 ghost stories. And now they have one candle left to go. The room they're in is creepy with dolls strung up everywhere. And Cat is drunk and can't look away from one that has a fly crawling around it and volunteers to tell the last story. Look, flies in horror movies and books are not a good sign. No. no. Not at all. As Cat starts describing their own situation at the mansion, the last candle blows out. <laughs> Smartphones are whipped out of pockets for flashlights, and Talia dashes out of the room hunting for the ghost. Faiz and Philip on her heels, while Lynn pulls and traps Cat, saying the mansion is too unstable to go running around in the dark like those assholes. Yes, it is, Lynn. Somebody listen to Lynn. Someone listen to Lynn just for one time. Yeah. Yeah. Soon, Talia comes back, manically excited and trying to get Kat to come and see what she has found. Faiz and Philip aren't far behind her. Lynn tries to keep Kat back, suspicious of Talia. Yeah, we all are. While Talia leads Faiz and Philip away, Kat tries to point out that the door and corridor she just came from shouldn't exist. No. The door was not there when they explored earlier, but her drunken pleas are ignored. Cat races off after them, and Lynn follows. So frustrating. Where did she come from? Yikes. Cat and Lynn end up on a bridge outside. How is anyone's guess as they were on the second floor? But considering they've just run through a doorway that shouldn't be there, magic? Where are they? Who knows? Lynn doesn't seem to be aware of their strange surroundings, which is odd, and he wants Kat to stop and think. Kat explains that she has to help her friends because they helped her during the worst part of her life and stopped her from making permanent mistakes. Meanwhile, Lynn got married without telling her, never checked on her, and got on with his life in New York. Kat doesn't begrudge Lynn his happiness. He is allowed it but he needs to understand her loyalty to her other friends, too. Continuing their search, Kat and Lynn find Talia wearing someone else's wedding dress. (laughs) Oh, man, really? (laughs) What what the fuck? You don't do that. (laughs) My God. (laughs) Also, Philip is dressed and ready to officiate the wedding. And Faiz <laughs> is standing next to his bride. Isn't Faiz also wearing someone else's clothes, or is that made up in my own head? He's smartly dressed. Yes. It's not explicit. Right. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> they get into a fight about how insane and creepy this entire situation is, and accusations of being drunk and ridiculous fly until Talia tells Kat and Lynn to leave. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Bye, gone. Get out of there. As Kat and Lynn start to go, Lynn curses before rushing Talia and grabbing the veil from her hair. As it rips away in their grapple, Talia changes into the ghost. Oh, shit. Before any of them can scream, the Ohaguro Batari begins to laugh. Um, everyone, the Ohaguro Batari, that... That phrase literally means nothing but blackened teeth. Just so everyone knows. Nothing but blackened teeth. Oh, a Which is amazing. Google 
that as well. Yeah. The images are fantastic. Faiz yep. begs the Oguru to give back Talia as the ghost repeats a line from a poem in Japanese that only Kat can understand. The walls begin <laughs> to come alive. Yes. The murals of the Kitsune and Tengu chitter and move, and around the edges of the room, the ghosts of the Akai ripple. Yes. Faiz, in desperation, strikes at the Auguru, but it does nothing. When the Auguru vanishes, the Kitsune and Tengu stare, as do the Yokai, who are bleeding and oozing in from the other rooms, leering at them and making the walls pulsate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. It's amazing. Cat, <laughs> Lynn, Philip, and Faiz begin to fight. I feel like. I feel like that's every... They're always fighting. It's, it's every always. every paragraph they're fighting. Yeah. It's like that time... Back in the, back in the women's room, <laughs> they begin to fight. <laughs> back in the women's room. Oh. oh memories. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> of approximately a year ago. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Excuse me. Kat, Loon, Philip, and Faiz begin to fight. Lynn wants to leave, which Cat is on board with. Please leave. Please leave. Philip wants to play the hero and tells them all to leave, and then that he'll find Talia. Faiz wants to stay and find Talia and insists that they either give the house an offering, which he volunteers for, or look for answers in a book. Though they point out that this is real life and not a horror cliche. Eventually, after more bickering, they head to the library, which is covered in the corpses of books. Faiz finds a book with the answers. The house demands four cardinal directions. A bit of blood, a bit of bone, a bit of cum, and a bit of organ. How'd you do a bit of organ? Just a bit. Just a bit of organ, please. <laughs> however, however, when Cat takes a look, there isn't any writing in the book. The page is blank, and it's covered in mold. Once again, they begin to fight. As Faiz says, he'll <laughs> rip out his heart, as life isn't worth living without Talia. Ugh. <laughs> Scoff. Cat <laughs> slaps Faiz, trying to make him see sense. The house is responding to their panic. In the next room, the Ogro Batari is laughing. I love just just laughing over in the corner. <laughs> I love all of this. It's happening. It's wonderful. We're sitting there behind it with popcorn. We are. <laughs> like, yes. Ooh. What are you going to do next? Here, do you want some popcorn? Get the heart. Get the heart. <laughs> come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting the sexy ridge tables out again. We really are. It's covered in cheese this time. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of his heart, Faiz pulls out his own tooth. Ugh. And somehow encourages himself to leak out a small amount of cum. Nope. Philip is watching Faiz <laughs> the entire time <laughs> with like a crazy intensity, while Kat and Lynn sit off to one side, distancing themselves from the guru 
Matari, who is inches away from I love them. it. I love her so much. <laughs> She's like heavy breathing with the vinegar breath. And then giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn tells Kat to be careful. Things are about to escalate as he can see the tension between Faiz and Philip rising. And they do. Faiz and Philip are squaring off against each other. It's like this alpha male thing and it's just preposterous. And from somewhere, Faiz pulls a knife and slashes open Philip's gut. His intestines pour out of his body, filling the room with the smell of urine, feces, blood and death. Yikes. More popcorn. Yes. <laughs> Faiz keeps repeating that he's sorry. He didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean to just gut your innards out all over the place. Oopsie. <laughs> Lan antagonizes him, which definitely helps, saying sarcastically that of course he wouldn't take advantage of the situation and kill his fiance's ex-lover. Of course he wouldn't do that. Also, ex-lover? Mm. Question mark. All the while, Cat cradles Philip's head, and the Oagurobatari watches on. Cat, wanting Philip's death to mean something, suggests he shouldn't go to waste. Finding a hole in the wall, they pour Philip's entrails down, giving the house a bit of blood, a bit of bone, a bit of cum, and a bit of organ. The house seems to sigh with relief and returns Talia still in the wedding dress and smelling of earth. As Cat, Lynn, and Faiz stare at her slumped form, Philip dies with no one paying any attention to him. Then they all go back home. They build a lie and see it on repeat. There was alcohol. There was a fire. There was panic. And only four came out of the mansion that they had turned into Philip's pyre. His funeral in Vermont was a closed casket, obviously, and they all attended. Slowly, Kat, Lynn, Faiz and Talia drift apart until they become Facebook-only friends. Kat goes back to school to study economics because there was order in numbers, but every now and again she wonders if the Oguru Batari followed them. Then she catches sight of her reflection. Her eyes are a blur, and her face is nothing but blackened teeth. Yes! Ooh. Ooh, it's so good! <laughs> 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 Hmm. Right, reef popcorn refill. Yes, yes, everyone have a popcorn refill. Go and brush yeah. your teeth just in case. You know. Yes. Unless you want them to be black, well, you can keep them that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> that just spiraled. It did. It did. It really did. I'm sorry I said it. It's a brand. <laughs> spiraling it's a brand anywho <laughs> hi i'm michael i'm barbara and i'm lauren we are the hosts of badass literature society a book review podcast where we take book recommendations from listeners like you read them and then discuss them on our show join us once a month as we dive into the books you picked and talk about them and don't miss our bonus episodes covering all sorts of random bookish topics that come out in between reviews don't worry, if you want to read one of the books, the first part of each episode is designated spoiler-free, so you can listen and see if you'd like to read it, and then come back and listen to the rest later. 
You can find Badass Literature Society on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and anywhere else you like to listen. Now, back to the show. Back in the back room. In the room. Look, I just, I love everything about this story. Okay. And I, but I mean, I also hate a lot of it. Like, I hate that, you know, I hate Philip. I'm glad he got his guts poured out. And I mean, I'm not a fan of Talia, but we're not supposed to like these people. They're, they're clearly terrible people. But I just love that there's this ghost. She's just hanging out cackling really really close to people and they're just like oh yeah she's over there there she is they were just not bothered by her by the end wasn't yeah. it it's like so much weird creepy stuff was going on that the ghost with the blackened teeth and no eyes being two inches away from them it's like it's nothing yeah. no it's nothing <laughs> They just watched their friend masturbate and pull out his own tooth. And she's just standing over there like, yes, <laughs> give me all of these things. I need them. I want more. Yes. I want more. Mm. Do you think if, do you think that if Talia's veil, I mean, she was the ghost at that point, but do you think if that veil hadn't been removed, any of this would have happened? That's an excellent question. Something I was thinking about. If the wedding went ahead. But then I kind of wondered that the majority of it wouldn't happened, would not would not have happened. But Faiz would have been the sacrifice. Cause or if Or the hmm. house and the ghost would have been happy because the wedding took place. Yeah, that is the alternate, like, happy way. I don't automatically go with that. I don't either. No. I'm glad everything happened just how it happened. Yes. I did think that when Talia first appears and she's like, come on, Kat, come, come on, have a look at this. I need to show you this. And Kat's like, that door shouldn't be there. If Kat had gone with Talia at that point, Kat would be dead. Yeah, Yeah, definitely she would have been dead. Because Talia was the ghost at that point. Yeah, but Lynn kept Cat back. I, mm, yeah, it, it's weird. This this the book. It was. I mean, the the copy I read was only sixty eight pages. Yeah, I listened to it. It was like two hours less, maybe. Yeah, and it was quite frantic. There was a lot packed in there, mm-hmm. and there was there was. I I start I, li- I probably listened to the first five minutes, but it was too 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 much for me. I couldn't. My headspace wasn't in the right yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. It, it took me a little while to get into it as well. And I think I mean, there's a. I don't want to say that it's pretentious, but the vocabulary is a little bit pretentious sometimes. That word. That that adjective. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head with that one. That that that's. That's probably accurate. I had to turn it off. Yeah. And, you know, I, I bought the uh, book version of it because um, my husband wants to read the book anyway. Yeah. So, you know, that's fine. Um, So he can take that off his T-bar. T-bar hey. next, next month. Hey. 
Um, and I was like, oh, it's only 68 pages. I'll crack through this. But I, I still, at the same time, struggled to read it a little bit because I needed to take some breaks and kind of like think, well, what's going on here? And try and remember the relationship somewhat. But then as soon as, you know, the ectoplasm hits the fan <laughs> <laughs> and the... Um, the I'm really I apologize for mispronouncing this a million times. The Oguru Batari. As soon as she's involved, it just gets better. Oh, yeah. As a story, it just gets better because it takes away from the main five characters, who I feel like we could like you know tear apart each and you know each one we could look at. Um. And it just concentrated on the spooky element, mm. which was fantastic. Yeah. Like, like Philip was a pretentious playboy who was obviously still having sex with Talia. Yes. And I had no time for him. Faiz was... A wiener bag. Delusioned. He was a wiener bag. He was a, he was, he was a cuckold. <laughs> Talia was just a bitch for the sake of being a bitch. Yeah. I didn't understand. Why? Was she projecting her threats... Uh, onto cat so she knows that she's still having sex with philip i think so and she was projecting that onto cat even though cat's like no no yeah. not like at we, all. Ne- we didn't even ever sleep together anyway we didn't even kiss like i don't know what you're i don't know what you're so worried about stop it yeah yeah so she was vilely annoying yeah lynn who kept saying, I'm the joker of the group, I'm the comedian. I didn't particularly find funny. I found sarcastic. Yeah. Which I do find, I do I do enjoy sarcasm. Um, but I wouldn't have said he was particularly funny. But he was the most sensible in certain respects. He was the voice of reason. Let's get out. Let's not do this. Let's, you know, he was, he was observing the situation and knowing it was going to kick off mm-hmm. and being protective of Kat, which I, I liked. Mm-hmm. And then there was Kat, who was just, like, a little bit frantic. Yeah. And I felt as, you know, her thought process as a narrator, narrator I felt I would put her in the under, unreliable narrator category. Um, but I think it is also explained by her background. Her She's got mental health problems. Um, so, but she's also linked, that's kind of linked to her being able to see the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Because they do go ghost hunting. And she's the one that tends to to read the ghost, which is why, at the beginning, Philip's saying to her, "Don't look for ghosts yes. here." So I think that kind of explains her character a little bit. But I didn't particularly like any of them. No, the only one that I liked was the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because so dis- you're not really meant to like any of the rest of them. Maybe you're meant to like Cat. You know, because she's, quote, the main character or whatever. I probably sympathise with her more than yeah. like her. Yeah. She's in a shitty situation. You know, she's going to her best friend's wedding. She wants to be there for her best friend. But she does not support the wedding and actively try to break them up at one point. Yeah. Um, And to be fair, Lynn's only there for Kat because he wants to reconnect with his friend. I can also imagine that they all want to be there because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to stay in a haunted Japanese mansion and fly there first class. Well, exactly. I mean, wouldn't you? If you ha- if you got if you got to asked to a wedding, a destination wedding, all expenses paid, 
but you had to go with people you didn't like. You'd suck it up and go. Would I? Or would I rather do something else? Let's examine oh. that shortly. Oh, oh. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. But the imagery was fantastic. Yes. The scene setting was fantastic. It was spooky. It was... That frantic energy was there. It was disquieting. It was undulating. (laughs) I really liked the story of the mansion. Mm -hmm. And I would not want to be made into a human bone brick. No, it's not on my bucket list. Mm -mm. No. Do you know, I bet when Talia was... Talia Ghost was trying to get Cat. That's what she was going to do with Cat. She was going to make Cat the brick. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. I quite liked it when Cat fell into that kind of weird, trancy place and she was imagining the house was just made of bones and it calcified. Yeah. So all the wood was rotting and the only reason it was still standing after so long and, you know, being beaten by so much bad weather and, you know, the, the, the earth... Is because of the bones. Yeah. It was really creepy and I really Yeah, it's very that. creepy. House of bones, yes. I also <laughs> really love that like the Kitsune and the Tengu and the Yokai are just like hanging out, watching, like <laughs> oozing from room to room in the wallpaper. Yes. I love it. They're just there. Like, everybody's just there in this house, like, what's gonna happen next? Ooh, a show. Ooh, look at what that fellow's doing over there. <laughs> this sad little ejaculation. But, like, why would you do... How could... How? That's my... That was my question. I mean, I know the logistics, but it's the mental space. You're surrounded by all of that. How do you... Put blinkers on. I mean, did he have to put some porn on his phone or something? And <sighs> Or did you just keep, like, doing it until it was just, like, his body naturally reacting? I don't... I mean, I mean the fact that Philip is sitting there and very intensely watching... Yes, Philip, just, like, heavy breathing doing. in the corner is off-putting. Philip is off-putting. Philip is off-putting. The- Kitsune, the Kitsune and the Yokai and the Tengu, all of those, like just hanging around and being all creepy in the background. You know, you can, you know, put that in your peripheral. That's fine. Yeah. But Philip was probably like three feet away from you and heavy breathing on, <sighs> watching intensely. Yep. Look, I'm glad that Philip got his. It's Italian. It's Italian. It's Italian. Yeah. It's Italian. But can I just? I'm glad that Philip got his. Guts cut out. <laughs> he just accidentally got got his guts stabbed out. <gasps> Whoops! <laughs> How did that happen? That, 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 that's what I really liked about Lynn, actually. The fact that he was pointing out all of the, you know, to Kat, you're the um, LGBTQ yes. plus minority. Yep. So you're going to die. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I'm going to die. Yep. Like, let's follow all the horror movie tropes. You're yeah. dead first, There's... then me. Yeah. Talia eventually 
It's like, yeah, that really... And when it was like, well, let's go to the library and look it up in a book. There's always the answer in a book. We need to find the book. Like, this isn't a and movie. Like, this isn't a book. This isn't a story. Stop it. This is not real. No. You're talking about computer games, not life. Yeah. <laughs> you GTF. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That was probably the most frustrating thing for me, actually, was like, they didn't get out. And then I was like... But do you think... What, would, would you stay in this situation? No. If you were cat, would you stay in this nope. situation? Or would you be like, this is some weird shit going on. Let's get out. Let's recalibrate. Yeah. Let's come back in with something. I don't... Salt? Sage? <laughs> yeah. Let's come... Do some actual research. This is not a corpse book. Let's come back in the daytime. Maybe. Yeah. And also be like, oh, it's, it's, it's Talia and... Um, I don't like her. Shrug. Shrug. (laughs) Yeah. She's pretty awful to me since I've been here, so... She sounds like she is just an awful person overall. Yeah. It's a loss. Do you think the house would have let them leave? Interesting question. I don't know. I I had thought about it as I was reading through it and I was thinking... Lynn's right, get out. But is the house going to let them leave? I mean, I think no, because when they tried to leave, they ended up, like, on a weird bridge that didn't exist. Well, exactly. When they followed followed them through, the, the house just changed. I don't think... Maybe? I don't think they would have been able maybe? to Maybe? Well, Talia, before we see her transform, and she's the bride, um, tells them to get out says go get out yeah. i don't want you here yeah. and i think if they'd left at that point there's a very good chance because whatever sacrifice needed to be made was going to be done at that point yeah whether the sacrifice was talia she was the sacrifice and the and the Oguru batari would take talia's place mm-hmm. as faiz's bride faiz would be the sacrifice or everything would just be fine yeah um, like the process that the whole thing's fulfilled. I really think that, that's a potential. I really think that if the wedding had happened, everything would have been okay. I mean, obviously not because you know ghosts <laughs> and sacrifice and all that. But I think, I think if the if the bride had actually been able to get married, I mean, it, I think it would have ended the story. Because she's just been waiting for her husband to come back for all of these years. So, or not her husband, her groom. She's been waiting for him forever. So I think if she had get, been able to get married, I think it would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the I'm fact that Faiz had to marry a ghost. I will. Wasn't this in a movie or something somewhere? Probably. Feels like it. You know when something memories itching at the back of your mind. There was a movie where some guy is about to get married and the girl's a ghost. I'm just... Am I thinking of High Spirits? I don't know. It's um, one of the first movies that Liam Nielsen ever did. Oh, he plays a. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's ancient. If you ever get the chance to see the movie High Spirits, it's really good. It's got a few other people in. Um, 
who are famous or who can't think of off the top of my head. But it's one of the first movies Liam Neeson ever did. So it's a young Liam, Liam Neeson. He's a ghost, and he chases. It's just, it's just he, 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 they keep going through the same scene all over and over again. And it's set in an Irish castle, um, and the castle gets turned into a hotel, and then a bunch of American tourists come to stay, and hijinks ensue. Nice. So if you ever get the chance to see it. It's completely opposite to nothing but black and tea, which is horror at its a bit a, a delightful horror. High spirits is comedy. Nice, but yeah, that it's kind of reminding me a little bit in certain respects of that hashtag tenuous link to you. Nice. I don't <laughs> see Liam Neeson. Is that what you said? I don't. Yeah, he... see him listed here in this Pete O'Toole's on it, that's right and and Daryl Hannah Steve Guttenberg, <laughs> Daryl Hannah yeah, yeah, yeah he is in it he is he, he, he plays a very it's quite an aggressive ghost actually oh yeah there he is He's he doesn't even show up like in the yeah, he's the... he, he's that he's that squeaky clean new and yeah that's so funny okay um martin brogan that's the character who plays yeah so if you get a chance to see it it's stupid and all of it um did you have any surprises is there anything else that we need to talk about cheese buffet nom 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 but i think we covered that in the summary (laughs) and i think we we well covered the um Oguru Batari sitting there with popcorn and watching shenanigans yes. ensue, and we'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're with you, Queen." Yes. <laughs> um, I think we've covered everything in it. To be fair, I mean, yeah, surprises. Yeah, um, I was surprised that they all agreed to just lie about everything <laughs> at the end. Like they, I'm glad that was in. Yeah, because I was like, "How do you explain this?" But I feel like they all just hate each other so much. Why would you? Why would you perpetuate the lie? Don't want to get arrested. I mean, how do you prove it? Look, just Faiz at, Faiz... at the very end. He would. He would get done for murder. Well, yeah, and that's fine. Look, Faiz went shit ass crazy. And killed Philip, and we all ran out, and the house caught on fire. Blame it on Faiz. But Kat's, Faiz is Kat's best friend. She doesn't want to do that. She should blame it on Talia. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was surprised. I'm glad that it was explained. And I was like, well, how do you explain the cut up body? Ah, they burnt it. Yeah. Right. Yeah worryingly what's going to happen now to the mansion and the ghosts you've burnt the mansion well i mean the ghost clearly came with them yeah now yeah. you got a ghost attached to you just make friends with her okay give her a sacrifice every now and again put on her dress just just make friends with the ghost <laughs> yeah it'll be fine yeah find her a ghost boyfriend and then they can have a ghost and wedding. They can have a ghost wedding. 
There's an Irish castle with a knee in Eastland. I'd be happy to marry yeah. her. Solved. Soft. Sorted. Yes. Okay. We are ghost matchmakers. We are. We are. All right. Is it time for Would You Rather? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Me right too. <laughs> it's time, though. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> we asked on social media. Would you rather tell spooky, scary stories all night long or explore a haunted mansion in a spooky voice that doesn't come across well in town? (laughs) But you get it. On Facebook, 100% are exploring the haunted mansion. On Instagram, it was 47% for scary stories and 53% for haunted mansion. On Twitter... 14% 14% for scary stories and 86% for haunted mansion and on TikTok 44% scary stories and 56% haunted mansion. So basically everyone is going to explore a haunted mansion. Look, I just want everyone to listen to this episode or read this book and then come back and answer this question again. Are you exploring this haunted mansion or are you telling the scary stories? I am telling the scary stories. Oh. Because if it's this haunted mansion, I don't want to be there. I don't <laughs> want to become a bone brick. <laughs> I mean, that's a very good argument. Well presented. So if it's this haunted mansion, I'm telling scary stories. Yeah, I agree. We'll play the um, Hundred Candle game. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, definitely. If it was another haunted mansion, there's a very good chance to do that. I've done ghost hunts, though, before. me too. So, you know, exactly. So we've kind of done that. So the scary story seems a bit more... Scary stories are certainly safer in this regard. And it's fun. It's fun to get creeped out. Yeah, I mean, you could do like a ghost tour, a ghost walk. I've done those mm-hmm. before, and they're they're very fun. Yeah. Um, especially when the the tour guide is such a really engaged storyteller, and they take you to all the different spots and give you the stories behind this pub or this shop or what's happened on the street. I've done a Jack the Ripper one, and that was brilliant. The tour of Whitechapel we took, and. Ex- all the explanations. It was less spooky, more informative. Yeah. But it was still creepy because you're talking about Jack the Ripper. But you know, I've done them loads of places and they're really, really good. So if you can get a good storyteller, the scary stories definitely. I would have Yeah, I'm with I you. would have trouble like coming up with a hundred scary stories. Mm. I would gladly like creepily read aloud a hundred scary stories. I don't know if I could make up that many scary stories though. And how long do they have to be? I mean, if they were, they've had this magnificent feast of cheese and they're all drunk. Yeah, how like how scary are these stories going to be? And how long? I mean, I can give you a scary story right now. No Wi-Fi. <gasps> <gasps> chilling. It is. It was bone chilling. It is. 
I like those what give me a scary story in six words yeah. or this is the image, give me the scary the scary story behind yeah. it. So that's quite those fun. Are fun. I might post something like that on the book club yeah, and give see us... what people can come up with for this yeah, week. Yeah, I like it. Or like the creepy pictures and you have to tell a story based on the creepy picture. Something. Yeah, we'll post something. Yeah. Definitely. We'll have a look at some creepy pictures. All right. But we do have comments. We do. We do. We have a lot of comments. Have a few. Do you want to kick us sure. off? Sure. Ash Holy Moly on TikTok said, I want to tell scary stories in a haunted mansion. Mm, that sounds like option C to me. It does, mm. but I mean, I want to do it too, so. Yeah, okay. Brie Tart on Instagram said, tell scary stories all night, but I would come prepared with a cell phone and a bunch of audio book downloads on, on it to do the work for right? me. Brie, perfect. Yes. Perfect. L20Kev on Instagram says, depends on if it's raining. I'd probably say Haunted Mansion, as you'll probably get a free room, and all the ghost spirits will give the room an amazing air-conditioned feel. How practical. It's so great. It's refreshing. Stephanie Creations on Instagram obviously goes, see, both! Because that's what Stephanie That's does. what she does. Exactly. Because you can't have a haunted house tour without scary stories. It is true. It sound reasonable. It is, yeah. Katie Tiefenauer on Instagram said, Explore a haunted mansion. <laughs> it would be cool to see and more scary. Mm. Colin on Facebook says, I'm all about the haunted house. Stories are easy to take the piss out of and not to take seriously. But when the bumps are happening right next to your head in the dark... It's a whole new ball game, especially when it's a creepy ghost with blackened teeth breathing vinegar at you and cackling wildly. Haley on Facebook said, as much fun as telling scary stories can be, I would love to visit a haunted slash abandoned mansion to see what would happen. Me too, Haley. Let's go. Me too. Let's go. Yes. I've done castles. Yeah. I want to go to a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley on Facebook says, Explore a haunted mansion. I might meet some friendly spectral and I'm terrible at telling stories. I'm glad you're hoping to meet a friendly ghost. (laughs) Oh, bless. (laughs) Too bad, so sad. Coral on Facebook says, Haunted mansion. I've been on a couple of ghost hunts and it's pretty crazy, cool, scary fun. And... Not real good at telling a scary story. <laughs> uh, a few honourable mentions as well. Claire on Facebook said scary stories and Haunted Mansion. We had Angelique Prince Kaipan podcast on Instagram and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. It's fun. All right. Next question. <laughs> Would you rather... Would you rather get married in a ghost's dress or have a destination wedding where you hate all your guests? Okay. Now you see, with the ghost's dress, could you could you palm it off and say it was vintage? It was an heirloom. It's your something borrowed. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. 
I mean, I suspect the ghost's dress is haunted. Yeah. I want it to be, like, gruesome, this dress. It's not a pristine dress that you, like, got out of a steamer bag. It's it's gruesome. It's got bits. It's got bits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um... You did the cosplay and we talked about this. It was the bride um, from the Diviners. The Lin ghost May? that was in the tunnel. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of the image I've got coming up here. That kind of... Do I, I, need, I need to put the anglerfish teeth in and drool all over myself while holding a box again, don't I? <laughs> the box is a box of popcorn. Yes. You could probably miss the teeth off as long as it's all black. That's true. It just needs to be blah. Yeah. But it is almost... Yeah, it needs, it, need, it needs to have popcorn. Yes. Holding popcorn. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to book character cosplay, but if... Can I just stand in a dark corner holding popcorn with black teeth? <laughs> it's like... Yeah, it's the half-assed it. version of book character cosplay. <laughs> to be fair, you have that really nasty... Um, nightgown that gets trolled out for the cosplay. I think that I've... No, that was a different one. I was going to say, I think that I've thrown that away by now, but no. What I threw away was the All These Bodies white button-down shirt that was completely ruined when I vomited blood on myself. (laughs) Do you know that that video got flagged on TikTok and only like eight people have watched it? It got flagged? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it had a content warning nice like it's not real it's not real tiktok that was cocoa powder and food coloring it's not real <laughs> are we wearing this dress is that what we decided i don't know i'm thinking so because but then i'm like oh destination wedding you could go anywhere yeah destination anywhere. wedding would be great and like I hate most people anyway. Well, that's it. I'm very antisocial. And just because they're at your wedding doesn't mean you have to talk to them, does it? As long as you like your groom. Maybe you have... I do like my groom in this scenario, don't I? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you do have to socially interact with all of them. Ugh. 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 Ghost dress. Ghost dress. Ugh. Ghost dress for 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 to reduce down the social interaction. I'm going to go with ghost dress. Plus, if the ghost can come to the wedding, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, new BFF. That's great. Yeah. We can party that way, yeah. and it doesn't feel like it's actual social interaction with an actual person, right? Because so, yeah, it's let's a ghost. Go with ghost dress. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Ghost dress and ghost dresses always magically fit anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who doesn't love a well-fitting dress? Exactly. Yeah. You look amazing. Ghost dress. Definitely. Next question. <laughs> Would you rather leave the house? Sorry, Talia. <laughs> sacrifice someone. Sorry, Fiaz. Or do some research. Books. Moldy books. Dude, I'm books. leaving. Fuck them all. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm not doing the sacrifice. Not with this group of people. No. Whatever. Womp womp. Sacrifice them all to the house as you run screaming. (laughs) 
Take them all! Yes. They're all yours! <laughs> you just hear the Doppler effect as you're going, bye! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're all gone. Bye, whatever. Yeah. You, you go and turn into calcium bricks. No. Like, if Talia would have been nicer, then maybe I wouldn't want to leave so much. Or if I didn't, you know, like, hate Philip and Faiz, maybe I... Maybe I wouldn't want to sacrifice them, but no, I'm I'm getting out of there. I'm leaving them all behind. Yes, and I'm 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 all people will be very surprised that we haven't said books because books. But I mean, come on, the place is rotted. Yeah, they're moldy books. There's not even words on the pages. <laughs> they're not books that anyone wants to read. No, no. G T F. Indeed. Next question. Do you know, for for a very short book, we've got some fantastic... We really do. Okay. Would you rather have to masturbate in front of your friends to get your significant (laughs) other back or accidentally rage out and stab your friend's guts out? Bye, Philip. Yeah. Sorry, Phillips guts. <laughs> Too bad. So sad. And then you run screaming from the house. Yes. <laughs> hey, I've, by this point, we've both made friends with the ghost. Right. We're just trying to help exactly. her out. Jeez. Exactly. This is her, you know, giving her a cup of sugar kind of yes. lawn. It's terrible. I'm glad we didn't ask that one on social media. Yes. <laughs> we would have another content warning. We would. Oh, I wouldn't have liked to look the images up for that one. Oh, no. one stop it (laughs) would you rather feel a ghost's breath on your neck or be followed room to room by your kai i just want them to come with me i just want to see them coming out of the wallpaper and like eating their popcorn and watching every terrible thing that's happening so i'm gonna be followed room to room by yokai and kitsune and who else is left? There was someone else. Tengu. Tengu, yes. Yeah, that's what I want. I want them to follow me around. I will make them my friends and they will follow me around. What about you? Short answer. Short answer. Squad goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. <sighs> Nice. Okay. That's the end. That's the end of Would You Rather. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, Favorite final thought good. quote? Um, surprising. There was quite a few actually in this one, but um, 
I think I'll give you my top four. Okay. <laughs> As I could it down. Yes. <laughs> the house might hold you to that. Oh. Oh, that was yeah, creepy. Yeah, it will. The dead miss the sun. It's dark down there. Oh, yes. And the last two are for fun. If you're going to debauch history, go big! <laughs> and of course, of course, this, this one is me. Everything's better with cheese. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't have a cheese quote, I was going to be really upset. There was a lot of cheese in the beginning of the book. There really was. I'm not upset by that at all. <laughs> what have you got? Okay. I've got four. One of them is a great big, huge, long paragraph. But really, it's the last sentence of the great big, huge, long paragraph that I like the most. Okay. But I'm going to read the great big, huge, long paragraph. Read a hundred books on horror, and you'll find that every last one possesses at least one mention of someone's eyes gone strange, unfocused, and unsettling to witness. I'd always thought it sounded kitschy, hammy, a lazy trope implanted into the creative subconscious by subpar mentors, pure Hollywood dross. But the look tenanting Faiz's eyes remedied those preconceptions. All the lights were on. And the ghosts were home too. Yes. Love it. Yes. Okay. And I have another one. It's not quite as huge long of a paragraph, but it is another long one. And it's the last line of the story. But it is always my reflection. The eyes smudged of definition. The mouth bloated in shadow. So it looks like there's nothing but blackened teeth. That was such a good way to end the book. Then my last two are more for fun. There's a book. There has to be a book. There's always a book. (laughs) True. (laughs) And finally, go ahead and stay, I guess. But this is when the murders start. You know, this is when the murders start. All right. If you liked this, try this. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So you may remember, if you follow us on Instagram, back in October, we participated in a hashtag Spooktober. So we posted a book cover every day for the entirety of October based on particular challenge themes. So Nothing But Black and Teeth was one of them. Yes. Um, and we were like, why haven't we read this yet? No, because it so when hadn't we... come out yet at that time. Well, true. But we're also, well, you know, it's our TBR list. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd actually go back to that Spooktober Ooh, okay. and see if there was anything else on there that we wanted to read but haven't yet. So I've gone to day seven of the hashtag Spooktober and it is Skull Cover. Okay. And the book we chose was Here There Are Monsters by, by Emil... A Melinda Berube, and I'm positively I've said that wrong, but it's par for the course. A part of the course. It's 
a trademark at this point. And the summary is from Goodreads. The Blair Witch Project meets imaginary girls in this story of codependent sisterhood, the struggle to claim one's own space and the power of secrets. 16-year-old Skye is done playing the knight in shining armour for her insufferable younger sister, Deidre. Moving cross-country seemed like the perfect chance to start over. In the isolated new neighbourhood, Skye manages to fit in, but Deidre withdraws from everyone, becoming fixated on the swampy woods behind their house and building monstrous sculptures of stick, out of sticks and bones. And Deidre disappears. No. And when something awful comes scratching at Skye's window in the middle of the night... Claiming she's the only one who can save Deidre, Skye knows she will stop at nothing to bring her sister home. Ooh. Ooh. She will masturbate in a room in front of her friends to bring her you sister need a home. A bit of blood, a bit of bone, a bit of cum, and a bit of organ. And your sister can come home. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right. I discovered a book, found this list on Book Riot. It was, um, like, eight Japanese horror books. And the one that I picked from that list is called The Summer of the Ubume by Natsuhiko Kiyogoku. In Japanese folklore, just so everyone knows, a ghost that arises from the burial of a pregnant woman is an ubume. The Summer of the Ubume... Sorry, yes, no, that's right. The Summer of the Ubume is the first of Japan's hugely popular Kyogokudo series, which has nine titles and four spinoffs thus far, which I didn't need to read all of that, but I'm leaving it in anyway. Akihiko Chuzenji, the title's hero, is an exorcist with a twist. He doesn't believe in ghosts. To circumnavigate his client's inability to come to grips with a problem being their own, he creates fake supernatural explanations, ghosts, that he then exercises by way of staged rituals. His patient's belief that he has vanquished the ghost creating their problems cures them. He has to unravel the mystery of a woman who has been pregnant for 20 months uh, and find her husband, who disappeared two months into the pregnancy. Uh, and he unravels this mystery in the book's final disturbing scene. So I really want to know what the final disturbing scene is. And I also am very curious as to how she's been pregnant for 20 months. That's disturbing. Yeah. That's a horror story in and of itself. Yeah, oh. yeah I'm into it. I am into it. Also, there's a ton of them. And... Spinoffs, like well, I, I want to know. I want to know everything that happens in this series. It is intriguing. Ooh. Yes, I mean he's he's an exorcist who doesn't believe in ghosts. What's he doing? <laughs> he's earning his wage. Got to make the got to make the dollars. Does. <laughs> do we have an indie spotlight? We do have an indie spotlight, and this indie spotlight is very interesting in that I have. No idea what the title is. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> the title is just two dashes. I don't know if it's dashes or if it's blanks. I don't know if it's blank blank. I don't know if it's dash dash. I don't know if it's just nothing. But it's by Wade Parrish. And this one comes out in February. Okay. So, blank blank 
is a blank city. I don't know if it's just like it's not mentioned, like the like it's redacted. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's a blank city. There's a sick glow to the clouds, and it always seems to be raining here, even when it isn't. Only sad and wounded people live here anymore. They're homeless in their apartments. They're unemployed at their jobs. They are widows in their marriage beds and celibates in amours and loners with many friends because blank is a sad city full of sad and lonely people. I can't say very much about myself now, only that we have known each other before and for a very short, very slight while. We had a class together, and I grew up down the block, and our mothers say hello still from time to time in the aisles of a grocery store somewhere north of Tampa. Somewhere deep in Maryland. Somewhere down in Solano County. Somewhere out where the winds never seem to change and the days tick by like cars on a beltway. Things have not worked out for me in life as they may have for you. I've seen your visions of this world flickering on the outsides of my eyelids for a very long time, and now, for many other reasons, I cannot stand to see them anymore. It just sounds bonkers, and I'm into it, but I don't know what it's called. Well, I, I've been doing the Google while you've been reading that out, mm-hmm. and... It is like that dash dash yeah. on Goodreads. But if you go somewhere like Amazon, it's the dash dash a novel. Yeah. So it actually says, that can't be easy to find. No. But I'm into it. Yeah. I'm just thinking, how, how would I ask for it in a bookshop? The new novel by Wade Parrish. What? If you didn't know the author, that's that's kind of where I'm... Because quite often I'll know the title, but I might not remember the author's full, proper name. So there's this book that came out, and the title is just two dashes. dashes. That I don't know. That's why you, you know, become and or make friends with a librarian. Yeah. Yeah. Solution. Yeah. We're really good at figuring out weird books. Based on a very this small a, amount of information. This sounds like a very weird book. And right? Yeah, I'm there for that. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm, to- no, I'm totally there for it. Yeah. I just feel a bit weird saying dash, dash. Yeah. Or redacted. I want to know if it's redacted or dash, dash. That's, that's, that's all I need to know if it's... Blank. Yeah. Blank, blank. Blankety, blank. Blank. Blankety, blank. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Blankety blank. You know, this was an indie spotlight. Maybe we can convince this guy to come on the podcast and like explain this to us because we don't know. Please tell us the title of your book. What exactly is your book called? If you are listening to this, if you find out about this that we've we've mentioned your book in Indie Spotlight, um Yeah, help us out. Help us out, Wade. Know. Help us out, Wade Parrish. Tell us the Thanks. title of your book. Yes, please. So we can tell everyone else about it in a more successful yes. manner than whatever this is that just happened. Yeah, we can at least cut down the five minutes of discussion to it's by Weird Parish. Yes. Cool. All right. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss e! Laura Olympus by Rachel Smythe. 
<laughs> the book version, not the web comics. The actual no, book. We stop at the end of the book. Just the first the one. published version. Just the the first thing one. that has an ISBN number. Yes. It's beautiful. And that's what so, we're talking about. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social so media. Good. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Hey, Vampire Book Club, it's coming back. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com, follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover, and on Twitter at fictionalhangover, no E-R. If you'd like this episode, check out our others, a rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.